RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The top stories. President Xi Jinping prepares to embark on his first foreign trip since the beginning of the pandemic. Health officials warn it's too soon to say whether the current COVID outbreak has peaked. And an expert warns that Hong Kong's teenage suicide rate hit a record high last year. The Foreign Ministry says President Xi Jinping will visit Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan this week. It said in a statement that he'll make state visits to both countries starting from Thursday and will attend a summit of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization in the Uzbek city of Samarkand. It'll be Mr Xi's first foreign trip since the beginning of the pandemic in January 2020. Hong Kong has recorded 7,938 new COVID cases, 166 of them imported. 11 more COVID patients are said to have died, five unvaccinated. At a regular press briefing, Dr. Chuang Shuk Kwan from the Centre for Health Protection said the daily tally appeared to be coming down in recent days, but it was too soon to say the worst was over. It's true that in the past few days it appears that the figures have stabilized and come down, but we still have to monitor the numbers closely. We don't yet know whether it has to do with the public holiday and whether there will be a rebound afterwards. Also, we have to look at whether the BA.5 variant has peaked. It accounts for around 68% of the cases now. Will it stay there or will it go up? We have to pay attention. A researcher at the University of Hong Kong has warned that the city's teenage suicide rate hit a record high last year. Among those aged under 15, the suicide rate rose to 1.7 per 100,000, up from 0.9 in 2019. Professor Paul Yip from the Centre for Suicide Research and Prevention said the rise had to do with school closures in response to the pandemic. During the COVID itself, due to the school closure, it actually it reduced the opportunities I mean, for the school children to build up the bondage. I mean, within the school, with their fellow students, and also with the teachers as well. And also for those people from the more deprived and vulnerable group, due to the school closure as well, I think it also creates a lot of family conflicts within their families. Marine police and customs officers say they've arrested nine locals and seven illegal immigrants after seizing smuggled goods worth $19 million in several operations during the mid-autumn festival. In a joint operation, authorities said they chased a speedboat carrying three men near the airport. The trio were arrested over the hall, which included 61 boxes containing Wagyu beef, live baby eels and HPV vaccines with a market value of more than $5 million. Kenneth Tang, a senior inspector from the Customs and Excise Department, said it's the first time they've seized smuggled HPV vaccines. This is the first time for us to seize HPV vaccine during an anti-smuggling operation. We haven't had a similar seizure this year. We believe these vaccines are being smuggled into the mainland. But of course these vaccines have not been refrigerated and have not been inspected. The quality is in doubt. We urge the public not to buy vaccines with unknown origin. Top officials and politicians have paid their final respects to former security chief Ambrose Lee, who passed away in his sleep last month. Those who attended the 73-year-old's funeral service in Hong Hom included former chief executives Carrie Lam and C.Y. Leung, as well as top ministers Chris Tang, Eric Chung and Ingrid Young. Ex-co-convener Regina Yip and chief secretary Eric Chan, meanwhile, served as pallbearers. 
A spokesman for the Environment and Ecology Bureau says Secretary for Environment and Ecology Sir Jin Wan has been identified as a close contact of a positive COVID case and is working from home where he's in quarantine. The spokesman said Mr Chi had tested negative for COVID. Turning overseas, the public prosecution in Saudi Arabia has confiscated more than a billion US dollars from a gang accused of money laundering. An official in the public prosecutor's office said a Saudi national involved in the gang was sentenced to 10 years in prison, while five others of unspecified Arab nationalities were also given jail sentences. On to the weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow. It'll be fine with some haze and a minimum temperature of about 28 degrees tomorrow. It'll be very hot and dry during the day with a high of about 35 degrees. We can expect light to moderate northerly winds in the outlook. It'll stay fine, very hot and dry this week. The very hot weather warning is in force. At the Hong Kong Observatory, it's 30 degrees Celsius. Humidity is 66%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Turning overseas, officials in southern Pakistan have warned that more villages are facing the threat of inundation due to the overflow from the country's largest freshwater lake. They've already made breaches to Lake Manchar to divert the floodwaters. Troops have been deployed to strengthen a dike built in front of the station in Dadu district, as the BBC's Anbarasan Etarajan reports. There are fears now that there is also a power station which supplies electricity to about six districts. If the water goes into the power station, that might have a huge impact. Already people are having problems in getting food, you know, transport. Now, even without electricity, that's going to be a challenge. And that's why they're desperately trying to build a dike so that the water doesn't reach the power station as well in Dado district. Crowds of people have packed the Royal Mile in the Scottish capital Edinburgh to pay their respects as Queen Elizabeth's coffin passes. King Charles walked behind the hearse carrying his mother's body. Earlier, King Charles praised Britain's Parliament as the living instrument of democracy. As I stand before you today, I cannot help but feel the weight of history which surrounds us and which reminds us of the vital parliamentary traditions to which members of both houses dedicate yourselves with such personal commitment for the betterment of us all. In his first address to lawmakers as monarchs, he accepted members' condolences on the death of Queen Elizabeth II and said he would follow his mother's example of selfless duty. The King and Queen concert, concert uh, now in Edinburgh where they're receiving condolences from the Scottish Parliament before leading a procession of the Queen's coffin. The International Labour Organization says about 50 million people around the world are trapped in forced labour or forced marriage, with women, children and migrants the most vulnerable. The BBC's Imogen Folks reports from Geneva. The ILO report shows people living in either forced labour or forced marriage rose by more than 9 million between 2016 and 2021. More than half of all forced labour takes place in wealthy or middle-income countries, with migrants particularly vulnerable. The report raises concerns about conditions for migrant workers in this year's World Cup host country, Qatar. The mayor of Ukraine's second city, Kharkiv, says electricity and water supplies in the city have again been cut off due to Russian shelling of critical infrastructure. Ukrainian forces are currently mounting a, a counteroffensive against Russian occupiers in the northeastern Kharkiv region, saying in their latest update that they had 
retaken another 20 villages. The head of the UN nuclear watchdog, Rafael Grossi, says he's seen signs that both Russia and Ukraine are interested in proposals to set up a security zone at the Russian-occupied Zaporizhia power plant. From Vienna, the BBC's Bethany Bell has more. Mr Grossi said the two sides were engaging with the agency and asking lots of questions. Mr Grossi said his suggestions for the zone included a ceasefire, what he called a commitment for no military action aimed at or near the plant. Under discussion are issues such as the radius of the zone and the role of IAEA staff. All reactors at the plant are now in cold shutdown, but the site still requires external power to reduce the risk of a nuclear accident. Sport and the Spanish teenager Carlos Alcaraz says he's hungry for more success after winning his first Grand Slam tennis tournament at the US Open. At 19, he's the youngest first-time winner since his compatriot Rafael Nadal in 2005, and Alcaraz will become the youngest world number one in today's new rankings. Addressing the crowd in New York, he said he wanted to stay at the top for a long time. This is something that uh, I dreamt of uh, since, I, since I was a kid, you know, to be number one in the world, to be champions of a Grand Slam. I tried to achieve all the hard work that uh, I did with my team, my family. I'm just 19 years old, so all the decisions, the top decisions are with, with my parents, my team as well. So uh, this is uh, something that, uh, yeah, is uh, really, really special for me. Cricket and England hammered South Africa by nine wickets in the third and deciding test at the Oval, completing a remarkable 2-1 series win in just over two days. England have now won six of their seven tests under their leadership pairing of captain Ben Stokes and coach Brendan McCullum. It's a dramatic turnaround for the side that had managed just one victory in their previous 17 matches. And to end the news, the top stories once again. President Xi Jinping prepares to embark on his first foreign trip since the pandemic started. And health officials say it's too early to say whether the current COVID outbreak has peaked. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Heavenly shades of night are falling it's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time When purple colored curtains mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time And if you've just come to the end of a very, very long weekend or had a bit of a day of it and you just need some time to relax here's 50 minutes worth a music to take it easy to. Good old collection between now and midnight with me, Peter King. Our twilight time begins tonight with a song from Mary Ford. Together, at last, at twilight
village mission bells are softly ringing If you listen with your heart you'll hear them singing Vaya con Dios my darling Vaya Bye. 